Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council, and welcome to one episode 184 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. And tonight, we have a lot to talk about because, of course, Mulan is a film that came out and is a film that is now getting Disney in even more trouble than it was already in because... At the end, they give a shout-out to a group connected directly to the Communist Party of China, and specifically to an area where not too far away there happen to be concentration camps. That's right, you heard me correctly. So obviously Disney deserves to be called out for this, and this is something that I think is very important, and it does not change my opinion of the movie because the movie still sucks, and now it just sucks even more. But hope everyone is doing well. Uh, very sorry indeed. I'm trying to get Heimdall up and running. Uh, for some reason, Heimdall is still having issues. Uh, basically, because YouTube decided to start changing everything uh, as far as how one streams, it means the bots are not nearly as uh, straightforward as they used to be. And so now I need to re-sign in to all of this account. Do I need to do this every single stream? Because uh, if this is the case, um, I am not the fan. If this is the case, I am not the fan. Why should I connect, reconnect every single time? It just does not make any sense. It drives me so crazy. It drives me so very crazy. Now I have to create YouTube events, and then I can live stream because, again, YouTube completely sucks. But anyway, I tried signing in, signing out. Uh, so uh, hopefully it does something. Um, it doesn't look like it is. doesn't look like it's connecting to the right chat. I really have no idea why, so I'm just going to get rid of this bot right here because it just doesn't seem to be working for any reason whatsoever, and it's it's very frustrating. It's very, very frustrating indeed. YouTube, why do you suck so much? By the way, YouTube in hot water as well because YouTube decided to give a strike to a major channel. Uh, if anyone follows the channel, Markiplier, very, very funny guy, hilarious. I've been watching him for many years. His channel got hit with a strike for a video he did four years ago, a Try Not to Laugh Challenge video, and all that it is, is literally a funny thing that happened, where it's people dressed as Spongebob and other characters pulling someone out of the car and beating them up, but not really beating them up. It's very obviously fake, it's very obviously meant to be funny, and yet, they've given two channels strikes for doing commentary on this video, even though the video can easily be seen just by Googling it, just by going on YouTube search and looking for it. And it, it's just kind of ridiculous that people like even Markiplier are getting called out for this now and are getting strikes. But luckily, they pissed off someone like Markiplier because Markiplier made a nice video calling out YouTube, calling out their hypocrisy, calling out the fact that they don't implement their rules evenly to everyone and how their system is broken. So it's one of those things where it sucks that he was given a strike, but at the same time, I'm also happy he was given a strike because to me, it means, hey, maybe YouTube will finally start to listen because Lord knows they're not going to listen to the smaller channels, like mine, they're not going to listen to even some of the somewhat larger channels, like Geeks and Gamers. Maybe they'll listen to someone that has millions and millions of subscribers that could actually make a major dent on their income, make a major dent on their PR. And it would be even better since Markiplier has worked with PewDiePie in the past. If they could somehow get that going, if they could somehow be able, it looks like Heimdall's now up and running, if they could somehow get PewDiePie to make a video on this very topic as well, being one of the most subscribed channels on YouTube, that would be phenomenal. That would be fantastic. But it would be great if for once, 
people actually started to stand up to this garbage. But anyway, enough of that. Now they got Heimdall up and running. Let me check over what's going on over on DLive. So we got Captain Mr. Roy over there. We got Zekayman. Zekayman, hopefully you're doing okay. We also got Captain Dean Heiss. How is it going, DLive fam? Let me jump now over to the YouTube world. We got Tina B over there at 628. Saying, evening, everyone. Remember, hashtag Mulan Boycott. Hit the like button. Yes, indeed. And if you have a comment or question, as she says, make sure you type Odin Questions right here on the, right here. This is all you need to do. If you type that word, Odin Question, all together, it'll highlight orange on my screen. And it'll let me know you're trying to get my attention. Now, if you are impatient, if you don't want to wait 20 minutes, as it says right there, you know, I, you might have to wait 20 minutes. Hey, think about super chatting, donating uh, via Streamlabs. Either way is great. But if you don't want to, that's fine, too. If you just want to watch and leave a comment every now and then, that's perfect. All that I ask is that you type the word Odin question. Lord Toth, who's a member on the channel, how is it going? Of course, if you're a member, you don't have to worry about tagging at all. Orange Hat Reviews, Mulan who? <laughs> Golden Ration Tag says, good evening, Odin, good evening. Bond the Hobbit in the chat. Gmonkey76 here, HyperNext13 in the chat as well. Orange Hat Reviews, who's a member at 656, says, good evening, how are we all? I have a wee proposition, if you don't mind. Would ye consider boycotting Mulan? All of you right now, howdy, Odin. Well, something tells me, Orange Hat, that everyone already is boycotting Mulan. I think that most people that watch my channel had no plans to watch it originally. And since I reviewed it, they are like, yeah. Thank you for confirming the fact that I never want to see this movie. Maybe if I want to waste two hours of my life and have a fire stick and a VPN, allegedly, maybe then. But in general, no. Nah. I don't think anyone who watches my channel was ever, ever thinking of spending $30 on that nonsense. Lord Toth says, we're finding it on the seven seas. Boom. Right there. Right there. Donald Hudson. What's going on, Donald Hudson? It's been too long, man. I, I miss the times when you were here all the time. I miss you, man. I miss you. Bruce, who's a member on the channel, hail to you. Forever Sci-Fi, hail to you. Zacharot315 is also in the chat. Hail to you, Zacharot315. Um, let's see, Lord Toast says, Go Team Venture in retirement. Sniff, yes, I've heard of that. I was never much into the Venture Brothers, but I know a lot of people were, and so obviously very sad to hear that news. Yes, Donald Hudson, man, from the old days. Asgardians assemble! It's been so long since I've said that, man. That's why we need people like you around. Who remember the olden days. Those were the days. Mark Lazerth's in the chat. Zachary 15 says, howdy, howdy. Bruce says, hail. Alice McCarthy, who's a member, how is it going? Hopefully you've not been watching any bad movies recently. Greta Zenner, what's going on, Greta? Greta, make some more videos. All right? I love, pl I love plugging your channel. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, Greta. Uh, she says, hello, Olden, and everyone. Hope you're doing well. Glad to see you here. Stolz as an aloha. Aloha to you. Fabled Narrative is in the chat. How's it going? Forever Sci-Fi is a member at 701 says, I've been boycotting Disney, Netflix, the NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL. I deleted Twitter and stopped using Facebook years ago. Cut the cord years ago as well. It's nice being free of all that. Hey, Forever Sci-Fi. If it works for you, it works for you. Uh, not everyone, I think, is going to be able to do all of those things. But hey, if you can, yeah, why not? Why not? Sometimes it can definitely be very soothing to not have to worry about that nonsense. So... Good for you, sir. Good for you. Waiting for Nerdronic. Laura, how is it going? My modern major general. Also, Tina, of course, is the empress of the universe. Hyperdark 13, tag to 702. My brother, good to see you. How you doing? Saw your Mulan review. Good stuff as always. Sorry I missed the last stream. 
Also, I saw your letterbox review of Incendies. Glad you enjoyed it. Yes, uh, that's another thing I want to talk a little bit about tonight is a film called Incendies. It's the first major film that Denis Villeneuve, who you know by now if you've watched my channel, I'm a huge fan of. He's my favorite modern director working in Hollywood today. And I have now even had that even more confirmed because of a brilliant film he did back in 2010 called Incendies. Again, one of the first major movies he did got him a lot of attention. I believe that film, if I'm not mistaken, got nominated for Best Foreign Language Film at the Oscars. Again, it, it, it got him on the map. Uh, let me go ahead and try and see if I can pull up some of that general information. So don't post in the chat. All right, don't be like, hey, hey, I found it for you. Don't, don't worry about it. All right, it's all good. Indeed, it was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film of the Year, uh, and that was, of course, the 2011 Oscars for movies that came out in 2010. And uh, for a lot of people that don't know, Incendies was a Canadian film uh, because Denis Villeneuve, obviously, is French. So, yeah, if you could not figure that out from the name Denis Villeneuve, I don't know what else could possibly do so. But now I'm intrigued to see what it lost to that year because it was brilliant. I mean, for a film in a foreign language, especially to be riveting storytelling, not to say that it can't happen, but for someone having to read subtitles, it, it obviously creates a barrier and it makes it much more difficult in most situations, for me at least, to enjoy it fully. I was so invested in the entire movie and it's very rare that a, that a foreign language film could do that for me specifically. And it's just, it's so good. It really is so damn good. All right, so best documentary, of course, of course. So the winner that year was... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. No, no, that was documentary. I was like, documentary? What's going on here? Uh, let's see. In a Better World won that year. It was up against Beautiful with Javier Bardem. And that was a, oh, that was an Inaritu film. He became more famous later on. Dogtooth from Greece. I remember hearing about that film coming out. And then Algeria's Ors La Oloi. Let's see what In a Better World uh, let's see. The lives of two Danish families cross each other, and an extraordinary but risky friendship comes into bud. But loneliness, frailty, and sorrow lie in wait. Okay, doesn't sound too political. So it's interesting how that one won, though. And the clear, better, and, and the one that more people enjoy is clearly Incendies. Incendies has much higher ratings from audiences and critics because guess what? It's a great movie. Highly recommend it. So if you've never seen Incendies, really, really recommend this movie. Again, Canadian. It's foreign language, and it's like foreign film, but it's Canadian. It's right across the border for me up, up north. This is uh, from the land of Krista and uh, Mark the Cyborg. So <laughs> it's from far, far away, but it really is fantastic. And again, if you like Denis Villeneuve, who has done films like Enemy and also Prisoners, finally able to pick. I got three Denis Villeneuve films because I was like, you know what? I don't own these movies, and I want to because Prisoners is freaking brilliant. Incendies now I know is freaking brilliant. And Enemy, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie because it is very, very, very confusing. But it's also a challenge as well. And it's a film that I want to re-watch again, knowing now what I know about the symbolism and the actual meaning of the film itself. But yes, um, highly recommend Denis Villeneuve. Best modern filmmaker, hands down. Fight me. Laura Toth at 702 is a member. YouTube does suck, but at least it connects all of us. Yay, I know. And that's why I've said, if there was another service out there that actually, you know, enforced their rules evenly, had clear rules, were transparent, and had the same functionality, I would be all there. However, of course, we know that that is not the case. Nothing like that actually exists in the capacity. Because, again, DLive's great, and that's why I have my DLive fam. But 
not everyone's going to be able to handle DLive. DLive is not perfect. DLive also very much has its issues, especially since you can only really stream there and not do any type of daily or monthly videos. Not that I've been doing a whole lot of daily or monthly videos, but hey, I'm busy. And I'm only going to get busier. Uh, Grandmaster Jonas says, all companies do brag about how much profits they make. Disney says nothing about Mulan, so clearly underperforming. Love it. Yeah, Grandmaster Yoda, it's interesting. You know, if, if this film was such a success through their D-Live experience, I mean, through their D-Live, through their Disney Plus uh, experience, they would be all over. They would say, oh my gosh, this was the best move ever. We made all this money. I think someone, uh, I know Tina mentioned, and I don't have a source on this, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, some reports said they made only $6 million in their opening weekend, which you might think, well, $6 million, divide that by 30, that's a lot of people. But in comparison to what they normally would make over a opening weekend, when they're making over $100 million, and even if you take the splits that they have with theaters, that's way more than what they had, even with 100% of the profits, which they would be getting from Disney+. Plus. All of this, remember, because they are also releasing the film for free in December. And obviously there's boycotts all across the world because of the fact that they indeed... Let's see what's going on here. Let's go ahead and uh, skip that. And skip. And let's just skip all of those. There we go. I'm transferring files. Just got in today a brand new... Oh, dropping all my, all my papers. Hate when that happens. But anyway, got a handy-dandy new 4-terabyte Western Digital Drive to go into the main PC because I have the 1-terabyte drive that I've now had for... Uh, ever since I built the computer, it's great. It, it, it works perfectly, but the one terabyte is just a little bit on the small side, so the four terabytes is going to get get me through with no problem. It's another of the black drives, which are very, very good, and so I need to replace it at some point, so I was transferring some files over to an external drive, and then I'll be able to install it after the stream, hopefully. Um, but yes, glad to see Disney underperforming and glad to see Mulan underperforming as well. Uh, Laura says, if anyone is going to watch Raised by Wolves on HBO Max, make sure you finish episode one and because it starts slow, but the episode's end was well worth the wait. Ooh, okay. Glad to hear it. Yeah. It's one that I've had some interest in. I remember someone though said something about either the way they made it or some of the behind the scenes that was very questionable morally. So I forgot what they said, but I remember someone specifically called that show out for promoting something. So uh, let me know if you notice anything kind of nefarious there for a for a, for a, uh, a goody two-shoes Catholic boy like myself. <laughs> All right, let's see. Legit 36. At 705, Tadna says, What I like about Patty Jenkins is that she is competent about female empowerment, but she doesn't let that get to her head and be the only thing shoving agenda she spews. Does not let the only throat-shoving agenda she spews. Yeah, I mean... I felt that way about Patty Jenkins after the first Wonder Woman came out. You know, her and obviously Gal Gadot were very clear, saying, no, that we're making a good movie. You know, let's let's not think of this as I'm a female director. No, 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 I'm a director, right? It was more in that line of thinking. But I feel like now, especially because it's election year, you know, and people, whether they were leading questions or not, she seemed to indicate with other people that some of the characters in the upcoming 84 have inspirations from Trump, who is one of the candidates this year in the United States, I don't like. I, I think that that is that it's petty, and I'm just so sick and tired of politics, modern politics especially, being thrown into movies, being thrown into music, and having all of these things coincide with each other. It's just not good. It's very not good. Not good at all. 
Soul Assassin says, I'm just testing your vision. Carry on. Yeah, I see it, Soul Assassin. I see it. It pops up orange for me. Uh, Donald Hudson says, sorry for popping in and out. Working the night shift. Ah, Donald Hudson. No worries, good sir. Just glad to see you here. Alice McCarthy says, type in Odin question like this. Also, be wary of chat jumps and use context. Yes, because I follow 20 minutes behind. If you put a comment and you think, oh, Odin's going to see that within a minute. And so he'll understand it. No, 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 no. So if you provide context, if your comment requires context, of course, it helps me out. It helps me out. And yes, indeed, uh, Mulan was very much a uh, a soulless remake. By the way, we have 45 people watching. Thank you for being here. I know Gary went live not too long before I did. I always love when his nooners, nooners, start three hours late. Gary, you can't blame the move either because this happened before your move. Taking away, taking away the time. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I kill you. <laughs> All right, they let us see here. Donald Hudson, I've been boycotting Disney since before it was cool. This is true, Donald Hudson. I was there. General Wingster at 706. Oh, then how dare you? I was looking forward to Milan and you ruined it with your obviously biased review. I know, General Wingster. I love the trolls that have been attacking me for my review. Either there's people that are defending Disney and then there's others that are attacking me for seeing the movie, saying... Don't you know that they're associated with the Communist Party and you support that? WTF, man. I'm unsubbed. And I'm like, you obviously don't follow me. You obviously don't realize that I have a fire stick, allegedly, that has a VPN on it, allegedly. And even if I didn't, you're really going to throw that at someone that clearly from the title is Odin's movie blog i know it doesn't seem like i have one i know people question his existence especially ever since movies stopped coming out but it's back now all right the reviews are coming surely but slowly and yet people call me out for reviewing a movie and not just for reviewing it i i crapped all over it because it deserved to be crapped on and that was before we even knew about this direct correlation between this place of concentration camps in china and the company that is listed at the end of Mulan and the credits. Fable Narrative says, no question, just saying hello. Well, hello, Fable Narrative. See, that's how it works. I love when newer people learn how it works. Just makes me happy. So Fable Narrative, welcome to the channel. Glad to see you here. Lord Toe says, all hail the Valkyries and gods that wrench. Absolutely. Hail to Tina, especially. Uh, Steph should be here pretty soon. Donald Hudson says, miss being here, busy with the COVID-19. Yeah, man, I can only imagine. Uh, Hopefully, it does indeed slow down quite a bit. Um, But obviously, I'd rather people be safe, but also be happy and be able to return to work. Bruce, who's a member, says, if I wanted to watch Mulan, I'd watch the Chinese-made English dub version or the Disney cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon's great. From 1998, uh, Leia Salonga, who was a Broadway actress, did this did the voice for Mulan singing. By the way, fun fact, Leia Salonga, who did the singing voice for Mulan, was also the singing voice for Jasmine in the a few years earlier film, Aladdin. So fun fact of the day, the same woman that sings the role of Jasmine sings the role of Mulan. Interesting how Mulan, as an Asian character, guess what? Is sung by an Asian woman. And that was before they were really paying attention to that kind of stuff. They were just trying to get the best voice that fit the part. Interesting. Very, very interesting. 
But yes, Disney cartoon is fantastic from 98. Very, very fun. And uh, yeah, I, I saw the very beginning, allegedly, of the Chinese-made English dub version. And uh, opening fight scene was already better. Hypernax 13, speaking of Denis Villeneuve, Dune teaser just dropped six hours ago. Trailer comes out tomorrow. Gonna see it. Dude, I had no idea that the teaser had dropped. Uh, but yes, I plan on seeing the trailer because, as I've said, I love Denis Villeneuve, right? So not only do I have these three new movies that just came in the mail on Blu-ray, again, fantastic films. I, of course, also have Blade Runner 2049, which is one of my favorite more recent movies that he's made. I know not everyone loves it, um, and it's definitely a film that some people that are fans of the original say, look, takes too many. Hey, if you break it down objectively, you look at the filmmaking, you look at the technique, it's there. It doesn't mean you have to like it. Again, you don't have to like any of these movies, but no one can deny the craftsmanship that this guy has as a director. Like, he knows how to put images together. I also have Sicario, which is, like, every time I'm remembering that he directed the first Sicario movie, I'm like, God, I forgot how great that movie is. Guy is just so talented. Again, he has not made a bad movie yet. The only film, the film I like least is this one, and even this one, as confusing as the story is, has all those technical elements on lock. But the fact that his first major film, Incendies, that got nominated for an Oscar, was as good as it was, I was like, dude, this, this guy is just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, let's see. Alex McCarthy, who's a member, also tagged me and said, I watched David Croc- Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. It's an oldie but a goodie. Interesting. I've actually never seen that one. Tina B says, Incendies? Incendies? I've never heard of it. Yes, uh, it's a French film, uh, Tina, and I would I would recommend it. Uh, there are definitely some uh, twists and turns. It says, a riveting mystery, an extraordinary film, but it's really great. It tells the story of two kids whose mother has just died, and it talks about how they've gotten the letters from the will, but they seem to leave a lot of mysteries because they are asked to find a brother that they never knew and the father that they never knew. And so there's a lot of questions. They're like, wait a minute. I thought this person wasn't alive. I thought this person didn't, I didn't even know this person existed. And so it forces them to go back to their mom's home country in the Middle East and to start asking questions and to start digging into her past. And then you find out through uh, flashback scenes too. And it's not in that stereotypical like flash. No, it's it's a legit scene. Uh, and again, a long sequences of her, of, of their mom uh, in her past. And you just find out so much more about her character. So it's a mystery, and it unravels in front of you, and it just is so compelling. You don't know where the story's going. You, you don't know exactly what's going to come next. And I, I, I think, I mean, it's one of those movies that at the end I was like, like as it was unfolding, I was just like, oh, my gosh. It's powerful. Disturbing, but powerful. Um, so, yeah, if you like mysteries and you don't mind reading subtitles, Incendies is fantastic. Uh, Miss Martin Muses, how's it going, Miss Martin Muses? Glad to see you here. Lord Toast says, of course, Canadian. Yeah, of course it's Canadian. Uh, Lord Toast then says, Prisoners is great. Yeah, Prisoners, seriously, is so good. I mean, I don't know what else we'll say you on this one. Like, this has Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis. Uh, let's see. Terrence Howard, I'm not a big fan of, but some people like him. Melissa Leo, she's crazy in real life, but she's a great actress. And last but certainly not least. I don't know why his name is last on here. He's more of a supporting character. But still, Paul freaking Dano is in this movie. That's right. Paul freaking Dano. So, again, the cast alone should sell you on it. But also, it's Denis Villeneuve. And he's not made a bad movie yet. 
Um, General Winkster says, Odin, Canada isn't a real country. Krista and Mark are figments of our imagination. To say Krista is a figment of anyone's imagination creates, I think, even more problems than, than her being a real person. Uh, Tina B says, I don't know if I like Denis Villeneuve. Uh, I've never seen any of his stuff. I skipped Blade Runner 20, 2049 because, well, just because. I got busy, washed my hair, and conditioned it. Read a book. <laughs> oh, no. Tina, you should watch it. It 